0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Editor Knows Best. My name is Kataira Poland. I am the CEO of Love for Words, an editing boutique, and also the Creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best, the podcast. The podcast airs every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can listen on Anchor, anchor.fm slash Editor Knows Best, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a few other channels. And Editor Knows Best is for writers, authors, and other literary professionals to come together, network, and learn more about editing, the publishing process, and other components of the literacy industry or literary industry. Today, we have a very special guest that I am excited to welcome to the show. She is she was born in Dunkirk, New York and raised in Miami, Florida where she currently resides. She is a wife of 10 years and a mother of four amazing kids. She's the founder of Millennials Ministries and she is a radio show personality host of Millennials Ministries radio talk show. She's a woman of God that survived many battles in life. She lives transparently, helping millennials and Generation X overcome pain and trauma to birth and walk into their purpose in personal and business success. Today's guest is Tanisha Ramsey Lane. Thank you so much for joining us, Tanisha.
1: Hi, I'm glad to be part of the show today.
0: Yes, thank you. So happy to have you. So of the many things that you do, um, I'm aware that you're an author, but I would love for you to talk about your journey to becoming an author and tell our listeners what that was like for you and also what motivated you to become an author.
1: What motivated me to become an author was um, me reflecting on myself as what I was doing. I was speaking. I was being a um, mentor. Um, I was speaking at a lot of conference for women conferences. And my friend, she was like, I think you should write a book because you have a powerful testimony. And I was like, Oh wow, I never thought about that. And when she showed me how to do my first ebook, I was so amazed, like what transpired from that one ebook. And my first book was Turning Your Downfalls into Success. And it was actually a book not only about what I went through a starting entrepreneurship, but the guidelines and steps that it took me to be a successful entrepreneur and the do's and don'ts, because we know sometimes we can have um, people in our life that say they want to help us and motivate us, but they don't give us everything that we need to push forward. They hold some things back because they're afraid of us coming passing them, like leaving yes. them behind, but being higher than what they are. And everybody is not for you, even though people say they love you, but the, 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 you have to use strong discernment to understand that people will tell you they love you all day, but the actions will speak. Right. And I just felt like when I wrote my book, it elevated me to another level that I never thought I'd see myself. And that's what inspired me to be, want to become a author, like push forward. Of more books and then when people read my first ebook my first book I turned my first ebook into a regular paperback book as well and that elevated me to so many other speaking engagements yes. so many other collaboration book collaborations mm-hmm. I never seen myself becoming an author but people seen it in me and yes. then I had to look at the same vision days that God gave them to see it to be like okay I can do this I can be great at this. I can motivate somebody else. And it's really not for me. It's for somebody else. Just me sharing my testimony and my, the way I walked through my life, what I went through in my past to elevate somebody else to know that you're not by yourself. You can do this. You can do all things through Christ that strict us as we know. But the book was the elevation to push me further to where I'm at now.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And who would you say is your target audience for your debut book? Who were you trying to reach with that with with that book in the message in the book?
1: Entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs. Okay.
0: okay, okay. And can you tell us a little bit more about um, your entrepreneurial journey? Uh, what motivated you to do that? And any advice you have for others who may be looking to start a radio show or their own nonprofit or business? Yes. Um,
1: what motivate me is When you know you have a lot of um, qualifications, as we know, the more work experience you have, the more value you bring to yourself, as they say. But it came to a a point in my life after I got laid off in 2012, I had to realize that that wasn't the true fact. Mm -hmm. The more I was more educated, the more I was qualified, the more value I brought to myself in the working business, nine to five, it Stop me to a certain level because some people don't want to pay what your value is. Right. They feel like okay, so you you made up to this point. You might be making like ten dollars and You went to thirteen. If from thirteen you went to fifteen. If from fifteen you went to twenty. Then say you got laid off all for a couple years, and then you go back with all these qualifications. And some people like want to put you to a level was minimum. Right. Like you you from twenty dollars an hour, but you're dropping back down to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you can't survive because you can't survive, but That's not your value or what you bring to the table. So that opened up an eye for me in going to network, a network company. And I was like, okay, I'm going to change something different. Then I went to life insurance and I was like, wow, I had no clue that financial literacy was so important. It educated me to another level to the point that I started from there from scratch when we was knocking on doors Mm -hmm. and you ain't had no say-so people just close the door in your face. If I can do a sale like that and conquer five sales a week, I can do anything else. So when we became more online, like active online, and I got more into ITT technology, I was like, well, I can do it. I can do any business that I need to do to make it happen. If I can do life insurance, I can do anything, take the same skills and sets from the life insurance sales Marketing and use it for any business because we all know every no, there's a yes coming. Mm -hmm. So I just remember that my mentor telling me that it doesn't matter how many no's you get, it matters Mm -hmm. how many yes you're going to get after you take the Mm no's. So I always remember that I'm not going to give up, I'm going to continue to fight, and I'm going to make this thing happen. But then I learned that prayer is everything as well. When we put prayer and God in our business, our business can expand to so many levels mm-hmm. that we can't even imagine. So when it happened, you'd be like the ah moment, you know? So I never gave up, so that's what kept me going. Like, okay, you can do anything, and guys going to give you the strength, you're going to be able to do it. So I think that's that's what it was for me. I got tired of working for other people, and mm-hmm. their business, girl, why not work for myself? Right. So right. anybody can work for themselves, you just have to have the mindset to do it.
0: Yes, yeah. I agree, and I agree that Um, there's a freedom that comes with having your own business and having your own organization and creating your own content and ways to produce. You don't have those restrictions in pay or in creative control. So I agree with that. So for going back to, of course, you being an author, what would you recommend to um, new authors or even current authors who might be struggling with how to Um, get opportunities from their books, like speaking engagements or um, things like that?
1: The best thing for you to do is get on lives and promote yourself. Ask, share what you're doing, promote your books. Um, What's the worst that can happen? Either they're going to say yes or they're going to say no. If they say no, keep going. Don't stop. You have to brand yourself. You are your brand. So whatever you stand for, that's what they look at. If you're branding yourself constantly and you're going live, talking about your book, you're sharing like parts of your chapter, or you're picking a subject out your book just to speak on, and then refer your book after you finish, it's going to elevate you to get a sale. You have to make the sale, but you first have to get the content or get the topic going so you can get the sale to pull the customer in.
0: Definitely. Um, And a book can be a great way to increase your exposure. Um, Like she said, um, it comes with speaking engagements. There are people who create curriculum out of their books. Um, You can create pretty much anything out of your book. You know, books can become movies. So don't be afraid to do research and find out all the different ways that you can bring your book to more people and, you know, benefit, you know, all your target Your target market and your readers. So there are plenty of resources. There's Facebook groups, there are freelance websites, there are different writing associations, author associations, expos. So it's really limitless. So don't let um, either shyness or like low self-esteem or anything like that stop you from pursuing your dreams in regards to your book. So for you on a personal level, does writing usually energize you or exhaust you?
1: It energized me. I'd be so amazed of some things that I write out because when you write things out and you really go back and you look at it or you read it or say we do a live video and we go back and look at Mm ourselves, we never imagine seeing ourselves being so aggressive, so Mm purpose-pushed. And you're like, God, did I say that? Yes, I did do that. I did Mm -hmm. that. So, you know, being being your own motivator and motivating yourself to another level just seeing like what you're doing, it excites you. So you want to write more. It excites me to write. It's amazing.
0: It is. It is definitely. I also get excited by writing. So who are some of your favorite authors or writers that inspire you?
1: My favorite, um, one of my favorite writers is, um, T.D. Jakes. I start off reading the Christian Bibles because like stories he have or like a breakdown. He used reality um situations that he been through or stories of people that he minister. And I love the fact that he takes their testimony into a power turnaround to show somebody that you can make it out. But not only that, biblical. And then after that, I would have to say I love John Eggerhart. That's another one of my favorites because he's a prophet, but he's a master prophet of so many things. He's just really unique. Um, if they had to come to business, it's a lot that I like that's in business. So I don't want to just say one. It's a lot. Right. In business, but the top ones, like I would say Tony Robbins is, is one of the ones I like as well. His books is amazing. I like Eric Thomas. He's a beast when it comes to mentorship. Like, I get amazed when I read his books, when I look at him on lives. He's so energetic that you'll want to listen. You know, Mm -hmm. authors like that, like people that paved the way for us, we're the new generation that's coming out. But my God, just imagine being in the same room as them and be on the same platform to speak. That's like mind blowing. That's like something that we all imagine to be on the same level as Mm -hmm. them and feel like we're equal. Nobody left behind. Mm -hmm. Nobody.
0: Yes, those are all great authors. Thank you for sharing uh, some of your favorites. So um, again, that, that's awesome and I hope that our uh, listeners will you know tune in and listen to or pick up the books of some of those authors that she just listed. So for those who may be on the on listening in, what would you recommend for those who are interested in self-publishing? What was the uh, what was your favorite part and maybe what was your least favorite part of becoming self-published?
1: My favorite part was just doing it, like being able to accomplish something by myself. But what I recommend is is to find somebody that can go over your work before you self-publish your stuff, like an editor. Mm -hmm. Please make sure you find somebody that's in that type of business and publishing to look at, make sure that all your your, your, your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted, and that your vocabulary, even though we use the word Process two and D, but make sure that it's the words is corrected, how to spell the the emphasis, the right cap, you know, caps and all. Because sometimes we'll put capital letters on things that really supposed to be lowercase, yes. philosophies and all that. So right. go to a editor that's an editor company, a publisher to overlook your things. There's no harm. It doesn't cost that much to ask them to look over your stuff before you self-published because even though I self-published my book, it's no shame for me to say because I'm just street and raw, and cut. I did put my copyright on my book when I first did it, but mm-hmm. I went back and did it, but that was the part that the person left out. They didn't tell me that I had to pay for my copyright. You okay. Know? So please have all your stuff in order. Make sure you go back and you look at your stuff and make sure you have everything lined up the correct way. Do not leave stuff trademark your stuff please do because people can take what you say and make it their own yes. and you can't even fight for it because you did not have a trademark on your stuff or copyright. Right. So, right. please make sure you do all the stuffs and guidelines you need to do before you self-publish your stuff yes
0: thank you and what was your favorite and least favorite part of that self-publishing process
1: just seeing my face on the book like okay. just being branded mm-hmm. <laughs> the marketing mm-hmm. part like mm-hmm. wow yeah I'm all over, like international. Mm-hmm. Like, my mm-hmm. book can be seen internationally. Just yes. See, to go on the the uh, publishing thing and see that people from all over is public, like buying my book.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm being
1: heard. I'm mm-hmm. being seen. That's the most amazing part.
0: Mm-hmm. And what did you say? What would you say was your least favorite part or the most challenging?
1: The most challenging part is getting seen. When I first thought I didn't know about marketing brand, I'm going to keep it 100. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mm-hmm. I just wrote the book at first and it sat for a whole year. Oh, I started wow. reading a year later. And my mm-hmm. book is amazing. So just to hear the feedback, and it was like, you wrote this book back in such and such. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 2017. It was like, you just not showing in 2019. So that was just like one little default that I had in myself. And I was like, I'm going to do better the next time. So yeah. it, it's, it's an experience. It's an experience.
0: Yeah. And do you mind sharing the reason your book sat for a year where, um you know just to encourage and inspire our listeners who may be sitting on a book as well
1: lack of knowledge okay not knowing how to have the right way to market
0: mm-hmm.
1: um make sure you sign up for a class that have branding and marketing mm-hmm. make sure you sign up for a class that what you are doing don't just sign up for a class that okay so i'm gonna do it because they doing it no whatever you're doing in your field make sure you get a class to motivate you and give you the knowledge and wisdom that you need to elevate your business or elevate your books just the knowledge marketing is very serious you guys please make sure you sign up for a marketing class or find Mm -hmm. somebody in marketing that can help you that don't mind charging a fee to feed you knowledge because we all know we can ask for knowledge all day but it costs their value costs so make sure you invest into yourself
0: yes definitely i agree with that Um, make sure that you are, you know, reaching out to those who can help you in resources and doing your research and behind the scenes. um, That is definitely important. So being a self-published author, how did you go about finding the team to help you, your editor, your publisher, um, your graphic designer? How did you find that team and what do you recommend for those looking for those professionals?
1: Actually, when it came to graphics, I taught myself and then God blessed me with my business partner, she came later, but it's amazing how two people can be an impact, like a whole team. So, my dad was my biggest supporter, mm-hmm. so my dad was helping me put the word out. So, okay. make sure you go find yourself a team that see what you see. Mm-hmm. Don't just hire somebody because they just want a job. Right. You have to make sure that they they just as passionate as you is about what you're doing, because if not, you're not going to succeed in life. You're mm-hmm. not going to be successful. So, Hard work. They might be so sleepless nights, you guys, but it's, I tell you, the process is necessary. It's well worth it.
0: Yes. So make so, sure okay.
1: you interview them. Please interview them.
0: Definitely. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Make sure that you vet whoever you're working with, ask mm-hmm. for samples speak to them, have a conversation, yes. make sure it's a good fit. You don't want to spend time and money um, only to find out, you know, it wasn't a good fit for you. So do that up front. It'll save you time and it'll save you money to get, make sure you build that relationship first. So I agree with that. Um, I used my network to find, you know, because I I do also use an editor when I write my books, just because I'm yeah. too close to the material. But um, I connected with a publisher when I started my business, and you know, she made referrals, and then I did my own research to find my team. So Tanisha is right about you know looking for people and making sure they're a good fit for you and your book. So you talked to, about your first book. So what were some of your other books that you published, and um, were those Fiction or nonfiction, if you just want to share a little bit about those projects.
1: Okay, so I will also in three collaborations this past year and one this year. I have three collaboration books that I'm in, and one is called My Truth Is Not a Lie. The other one is Wake Up Winnie, Volume Two. That's with Wanda D. Hollis. My Truth is not a lie collaboration with Chanel Spencer. And Step Into Your Power, that's actually with my BFF, my business partner, we have a book collaboration that she's doing. It's called Seven Tier Power. There's a woman edition and there's a teen edition. And they come out this year. So that book was amazing. It was an eye-opener to many things to hear all the stories. People that have been through so much, but they let their pain birth their purpose. So I love the fact, shout out to Tiasha, Janae because we did an amazing job. We had some new authors. We have some new teen authors. Never wrote a book in their life, but mm-hmm. they are teen authors. So yeah. we got a big conference coming up. So you guys stay tuned to that. Hopefully, if you follow me on Facebook, you guys will see the conference. These little girls are amazing. We have an age from, I think, from eight all the way up to 13, well, all the way to eight to 17 years old that wrote that was author part of the book a collaboration they all have a chapter in the book and they Mm -hmm. also have a journal sharing some things that they went through in life like bullying Mm -hmm. um, a lot of depression anxiety different things you know it's just amazing that the little kids is just authentic as the adults and they're willing to open up and share the pain that they went through but it birthed their purpose and they're also business owners so what your children see you do, they will do as well. So yes. make sure you be a good example to these teens and to your kids because they look at everything that we do in life. And we're building entrepreneurs in the season. So always be the best entrepreneur so your kids can be an awesome entrepreneur and then you can leave a legacy behind for your kids.
0: Definitely. I agree with that. That's awesome. Um, and thank you for sharing that out. So are you working on any project at this time?
1: Yes, any I'm also- I'm also coming out with my own collaboration. It's called Turning Your Downfalls. Wait, I just said, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I get so excited about these books. It's called Divine Connection by Appointment. That Mm -hmm. is my first spiritual book, you guys. I'm so excited. Like, it's so many amazing authors gonna be in it. It's ministry and it is not ministry. I'm not just making everything in ministry because reality is what it is. You might have a situation that you had to have a wake up call. It don't have to be churchy, but it has to be spiritually. And us being believers, we know that God gave us divine connection by appointment at that time to look at what we've been through, learn the lesson, but also birth our purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's my next collaboration book, Divine Connection by Appointment. You guys stay tuned with that. Hopefully that'll be out by the summer. I'm excited. I cannot wait. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Do you already have your writer selected or are the submissions open?
1: I did open up at one time, but God let me shut it down for the time okay. being because what was we was going through with, um, COVID. Okay. But what I will be doing the following, by this end of this month, I will be opening back up to new okay. people that want to come in as authors. So... I will shout out that link. I will make sure I share with you so you can share with your viewers.
0: Awesome, awesome. So do you prefer to write books as a solo author or do you prefer the anthologies?
1: I like both. Okay. I'm not really too picky. I Mm -hmm. like writing by myself, but I love the combination of awesome authors together. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a power tool when we all get together and write
0: okay and what would you recommend to our listeners who would like to contribute to an anthology
1: go for it -hmm. go Mm -hmm. for it you can you cannot miss anything when you combine yourself with other authors like that god is gonna bless you because Mm -hmm. it's like you're blessing somebody else getting in with somebody else and it's like you're birthing something to bless another person and each story will combine together to open up eyes. Like I'm not the only one. My mm-hmm. God! Like, look that she went through that or he went through that. It, it's 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 necessary. It's mm-hmm. gonna birth so many amazing future authors. So go ahead and connect, collaborate is amazing thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And what has been your experience since like the COVID pandemic and how has that impacted um, your business?
1: it really made me reflect on me and what Mm -hmm. I really want my business to stand for. Mm -hmm. But one thing I can say, it didn't stop me. It just elevated me to another level in my business and it helped me to add more things to it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think if this did not happen, I would have been still stuck in some areas. Mm -hmm. I really had to reflect with God, like get myself together. And it really helped me to understand what you really need, what you really want, and mm-hmm. how bad do you want it? If you're really to fight through the pandemic, you you can fight anything. If you make it out of the pandemic mm-hmm. after all of this, what we've been through, and you're still making money as an entrepreneur, and you, you didn't give up, you didn't let stress mm-hmm. kill you, you didn't go into depression and have anxiety, you didn't think about committing suicide, and you're still pushing through all the pain just to birth who you really are called to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing from this day forth. I really think that it was necessary for
0: us mm-hmm. to go through this. Awesome. Yes, thank you. Um, and I do feel like the pandemic has brought about a lot of life lessons and gems, even though it is an unfortunate circumstance. A lot of people have learned more about themselves um, and have proven that they can you know, push through any adversity that comes uh, their way. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. Yes, yes. So, thank you. Do you have any recommendations for for authors who maybe are not comfortable talking about their stories? So I know you mentioned writing about the things that you went through, but did you experience any hesitation because you were afraid of how other people would react to sharing your personal story?
1: I really didn't. I really didn't care because at the end of the day, we all have a story. Mm -hmm. But are you brave enough to share your story? That's the Mm -hmm. question you have to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't worry about the naysayers. We have to worry about what the do sayers because you don't know by you holding your story inside of you, no one will be, you're not going to be able to help somebody. By you sharing your story, you're able to elevate somebody to be best to their next. Mm -hmm. You will be able to push them to their next. So I don't think that you should hold it inside. I don't think it should be no embarrassment because we all have a story. We all have flaws. We all been through something. But are you brave enough to share your story? That's Mm -hmm. the question you have to ask yourself.
0: Mm, that is the perfect question to ask yourself. And thank you for um, sharing those nuggets with, with myself and also our audience. And I'd like to know, did you have a chance to have a, a book signing before pandemic, the pandemic?
1: No, I didn't. Oh, I just okay. did everything on social media. And okay. the God be the glory is still working for me. Mm-hmm. I think after all this is over, I think I'm just going to do a launch for all my books in mm-hmm. one and mm-hmm. go for it.
0: Mm-hmm. So did you do a virtual book launch?
1: I did one, yes. Okay. I did one. That was okay. so funny.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and what was that experience like? I know a lot of authors, you know, weren't able to have in-person book signings. So virtu- virtual book signings have kind of taken over. So what did that consist of? And what was that like for you?
1: Oh my God, it was amazing. We all got on Zoom and we just made it work. We did mm-hmm. what we did and made it work. We mm-hmm. invited people that we knew, that mm-hmm. we know. And we actually had a a, a pre-sale. So most okay. of the people that did a pre-sale came on with us in party with us on the Zoom. So it was amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um and what were the what were some of the steps that you recommend for um, our listeners who might be trying to plan a virtual book signing?
1: Go with it. Plan it and make make it. Just do it, just go for it because mm-hmm. you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You'll be amazed of how many people will come on and celebrate you. And it's not going to be the people that you you want it to be, it's going to be strangers. Mm-hmm. It's going to be strangers, but mm-hmm. them strangers can become your new friends. Mm-hmm. They can become somebody that you can collaborate with on the next project. Networking and what is what it is this in this season. You must network together, and that's mm-hmm. the only way it's going to be a peaceful successful business if we network. We cannot be ashamed of new people. All this about no new friends, I'm all in for new friends, new family, mm-hmm. new spiritual coming mm-hmm. in above and above, because they have something that you might don't have, and mm-hmm. you have something that they might don't have, but mm-hmm. guess what? combined it together can be an amazing thing. Can help mm-hmm. you birth your next purpose or your next project. You never know. So mm-hmm. have open arms to new people.
0: Yes yes thank you so much for that um, cheering that with our listeners. So before we wrap up, I would love for you to impart like you know um, one last either motivational quote or something to encourage our listeners.
1: Yes, I always go out on my own um, radio station and it it makes me laugh because what I say to you guys, I say to myself. Mm-hmm. So to encourage you guys every day of your life, just remember these words that I'm saying right now. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't give up. And definitely don't throw in the towel. Because in this season, we are not liking nothing. We are going full force.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And how can people reach you if they want to buy your books or be on your show or just keep up with uh, what Tanisha doing?
1: Yes. Just go follow me on Facebook. On Facebook, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash millennials men m-i-n and follow me there and we will connect you can inbox me you can dm me i'm not a person that don't answer i will answer or mm-hmm. you can email me at millennials ministries at gmail.com email me and let guess what we can get you booked on the next month show mm-hmm. so we do month to month i book all my months prior a month prior time so if I don't have nothing available in the month that you want guess what it might be something to the next month so you have a spot regardless
0: yes thank you and I was a guest on her show she does a great (laughs) job so I recommend (laughs) I highly recommend you I reach out to her if you're looking for exposure. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today, Tanisha. I really appreciated uh, getting to know you better and learning more about your author journey and also your entrepreneur journey. And thank you to all the listeners. Again, Editor Knows Best airs Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and you can also visit anchor.fm slash Editor Knows Best. Thanks everyone. Be safe and be well.
1: I'm Mache. I'm Quintel. Ghost, Ghost readers. readers. Well, we are a husband and wife dynamic duo whose sole purpose. Why are you knocking on the door? I told you mommy and daddy were doing something. Whose sole purpose is to allow the black author to bring the voice what? in their head. Just do figure it out on your own. Bring the voice in their head to life and add soul to their words. <sighs> I'm coming down there. This is so unprofessional. You can find the show everywhere you get your podcasts. Ghost Readers Podcast.